Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence. You guys, we were lucky enough to have uh, a fantastic interview with Jonathan Majors, who stars in a new movie called Devotion um, that is hitting the screen pretty soon. But look, he's doing so much stuff. He's got Devotion. He's playing Kang in the MCU. Uh, he's got Creed 3 coming up. Yeah. Gosh, is everywhere. One of the um, fastest rising stars in Hollywood. And we got him on Higher Learning, man. It was, it was fantastic. Dallas is on. Dallas is on. Gotta put that out there. Dallas is on. DF Dubs. DF Dubs uh, for for uh, and what? A thought warrior. A thought warrior loves the podcast. Yeah, which means we love him. Yeah. Jonathan Majors on Higher Learning up next. So you guys, Higher Learning. This is a gigantic. This is a gigantic podcast we're on right now. (laughs) It is, man. (laughs) We got a brother right now. Who is nah? Keep doing your thing, man. You deserve it. Just eat the rice cake. Just eat, eat the rice cake. We eat on the podcast <laughs> all the time. We have a brother that is just over the last four or five years has just exploded onto the scene. He's been working for a lot longer than that, but he has acted his way into our hearts and onto the A list. Jonathan Majors joins us today Ooh. on Higher Learning. Now I have a question about y'all hood. Yeah. Okay. So you, you grew up in in Dallas, right? You grew, grew up in Dallas. Grew up in Dallas. Now Rachel's from the y'all from the same place. How could it be one hood with that many zip codes though? It's Texas, baby. How we get down? Well, I'm saying that yeah. isn't that kind of more like its own town? I mean, well, that's, that's, that's like that's nine zip codes in one hood, bro. Oh, so it's like what is it? It's Oak Cliff with South Dallas. South Dallas, right? Oak Cliff. That's like a. It's just a it's just a spot. Yeah. It's huge. There's parts of the solo where you'd be like, right? parts of Duncanville, you'd be like, see the hill? Kinda mm. you know. But Oak Cliff is Oak Cliff. Yeah. What 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 was it like growing up in Oak Cliff? Let me be clear. My stepdaddy lived in Oak Cliff. Oh okay. Keys. I went to I got kicked out of a few schools. So I went to Duncanville. No, I went to Cedar Hill first. Got mm-hmm. kicked out of Cedar Hill, went to Duncanville. Uh and then lived with my stepdaddy. Uh off Keys Boulevard in these crazy ass uh, can you curse yes yeah, you yeah, can. can I've heard you, you. definitely can I've heard <laughs> you I've heard you um, yeah right off uh, yeah right off Keys Boulevard uh, it's the bomb bro I mean honestly when I was there and we can be honest mm-hmm. it was it's tough you know what I mean right yeah. now now they got like coffee shops and all types of stuff it's, yeah. it's been it's got, we got hit it got gentrified you yeah. know Oak Cliff Cedar Hill Duncanville Midlothian 
all yeah, of it. Yeah, you talk to people now when they talk about the Oak Cliff, they're like, oh my God, I love Oak Cliff. They have the best coffee shop, great yeah, 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 yeah. art shops, great no, little no, vintage. No, no, no. That's not necessarily how it was. Now, to no, be fair, we just, I did go to private school, so okay. I always have to say that. I did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we okay. were just there doing hip hop homicides. I must have been in the fucked up part. Because it was yeah, because we because we 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 covered Mo 3's death on oh, hip hop mm-hmm. homicides, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so we had to go down to Oak Cliff, and it was still going down parts of Oak you Cliff. You must have been in it, yeah. Like, yeah. We, I mean, Keys is still crazy, right? Uh, off the, by the bazaar, we live off Keys. Yeah, by Big Did T. Did you go to Big T? Mm-mm. Big T is crazy. What the fuck this is y'all talking <laughs> about? You're close to Winfields, mm-hmm. which is a, a burger joint. Uh, did you go to Rudy's? Rudy's Chicken! Woo! It's so nice to have, it's so nice <laughs> to have somebody from home. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, I was like, I had your back. I was like, okay, maybe not Mexican food, but food in general. We, we, I mean, yeah. You we got Williams Chicken, which is like. I see. I live, we live by Williams Chicken. Yeah, yeah, you think yeah. the food is better in Dallas than in LA? Oh. It's tough. It, it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. I would say, well, we have a clear culture, though. Mm. There's a clear culture in That's very true. in Dallas. Yeah. So it's like we only got about three types of food, <laughs> and all three of those are hidden. You yeah. Know what I mean, now if you say oh, who got the best Italian, I, we we it's a different. That's not in our lexicon. We don't no. really do that. Right. You know, who got the best fried chicken, barbecue, burgers, stuff like that. Yeah. What do you miss the most about Dallas? Mm. <sighs> Probably my mama. Mm. Uh, but uh, I like driving in Dallas. I do too. I like driving in Dallas. <laughs> I think it's cool. We got that, you know, the, the building with all the green dots on it. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. That's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool little skyline. You know, mm-hmm. it L.A. It ain't New York, but it's like it's home. So I mean, I'm I'm extremely biased. You know, right. I was born in California, Lompoc. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Lompoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, out by Vandenberg Military Base. Santa Barbara's beautiful. But I just don't, it just ain't stick. You know, my, my all my folks is from, I mean, you talk about Oak Cliff, I'm talking about Waco, Riesel, Waco. Killeen, you know, like that's, we call that down home. You mm. know? So that's where we from. Uh, but then my mom and them, Oak Cliff. When you get to Yale, when you come from <clears throat> any of those places and you get to Yale, <clears throat> is there a culture shock when you're going there? Because classically trained actor, you know what you want to do, mm. you go to Yale later on in life. Like, how does that affect you? Like, what was it like when you got on campus there? Well, that was deep because before Yale, I went to North Carolina School of the Arts, which is a arts conservatory. Mm-hmm. And so Yale is essentially an arts conservatory for grownups. So the the first culture shock would have happened there. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember talking about, you know, down home, Booker T. Washington. My first, uh, my first love, my first girlfriend was a dancer. And she went to Booker T. Washington. And they had just, you know, that's where Erica Badu went. That's where mm. Noah Jones went. Shaheen. Oh, my, ex, my ex was an actor at Booker okay. T. Washington. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. make it. Uh, she went there, and I really wanted to audition and get in, and I went to visit. And that's where I had the biggest culture shock, where I was like, yo, I don't even know about this. You know, mm. like, these were like artist capital A. You know what I mean? Like, and no disrespect, but I was like, again, I got kicked out of schools, I was fighting. I was shocked. I was I was in it. You know what I mean? And playing sports still. And so when I got there, it was that was a culture shock. I was like, this ain't gonna work for me. You know what just I mean? getting kicked out of school for? You know, uh, fights. You know what I mean? Yeah, fights. You know, I was uh, peculiar in a way. You know what I mean? You know, and and they would come for me, and or I, I would feel like they would come for me, and you know, it was tough. You know, it was it was rigged, bro. You know, it was rigged. <laughs> it, was rigged. it was rigged, and I was sensitive to it. Um, but that was a big culture shock, and then. 
when you get to North Carolina School of the Arts, it's another thing because that's a you know arts conservatory. You know, they're trying to change how you talk. Essentially, everybody from all over the world. Um, that was that was that was wild. Uh, but the art was kind of the thing that always kind of pushed me through. I was like, I I don't really care. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I kind of always had that attitude, which is why I kept getting like, kicked out of school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, I'm not really worried about y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I've always kind of kept to myself. Was kind of a, you know, it's probably not the best thing, you know, but lone wolf kind of kind of shit. You know, what I mean? and also when I got the year, I had my 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 daughter was three months old, <clears> so <throat> I wasn't going there to play. Yeah, right. I mean, I wasn't going there to like figure it out. You know, I was like, this is this is it. You know, and this got to work. So. Uh, with no time to be shocked. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like, get to the business. Bring the panic. Yeah. Let's go. You know what I mean? What up? Can yeah. I ask you, where did your love of acting come from? Like, how did you know that that's what you always wanted to do? Uh, my mama is a pastor. And we had a lot of pastors in my family. And um, I played a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked I really liked the coaches, you know, like mm-hmm. I was sort of like caught up in the, in the speeches the coaches were doing. And uh, also, I read a lot. You know, of course you do as a church boy, you know, memorize them verses, sing them songs, you know, uh, expression is a big part of, you know, black culture, mm-hmm. especially Southern black culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we are orators, you know, in a way. And so I listen to my granddaddy talk and I just like that. You know, it's funny because I, I, it's not like, oh, I saw this film. It was like, oh, man, I want to do that. It was like, yeah. we weren't watching movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were going to church. We was reading books. Um and I was, you know, either getting my ass beat or, or, or trying to get back at somebody, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, or running around the farm, you know? Um, but my imagination is just kind of, uh, with all that bullying and all that, you know, yeah, they had ISS when you were in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived what's, I, what's ISS? In school suspension. Oh, hell yeah. And clinic. They, hell yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Clinic. 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 Get a clinic. Clinic, yeah. Yeah. So, before I was expelled from a school, I would be in ISS for a good period of time. Yeah. And as you know, in ISS um, or clinic, mm-hmm. you just kind of sit in a portable, you know, right. and then, then you're in a little uh, cubicle by yourself, you know, and you just sit with your imagination in these three blank walls in front of you. And I read uh, Top Dog, Underdog. You know that play? Of course. Yeah. Uh, my boy, uh, my homie, <laughs> let's be clear, uh, my homie and then my friend mm-hmm. or a colleague are uh, doing it right now on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lee Yaley. Yeah. Uh, he was there for my uh, audition. Uh, great brother. Uh, congratulations, bro. Uh, and then Corey Hawkins, who was at J-Town, which we call Juilliard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you call, uh, y'all, what y'all call Juilliard? J-Town. Yeah, I don't know if they call it, but we definitely call it that a, a yeah. We can nigga buy anything. <laughs> you know I mean? like, no, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you at J-Town? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yo, yo, were you at J-Town? J-Town. We go to J-Town? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's Juilliard. And Mackie went there. and like Mackie went there. Yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah, of people, yeah. y'all go there. J-Town, yeah. Uh, Miles Davis, like all the homies. Yeah. I mean, the homies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, shit, what were we saying? You were talking about Top Dog, Underdog. Oh, yeah. I, was, yeah, I read yeah. Top Dog, Underdog, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, Susan Laurie Parks, Pulitzer Prize winning play. And I remember reading that, and I just memorized it. Mm-hmm. I memorized it in the cubicle and was just working on it. You know what I mean? And then Saturday school, because I was truant. You know what I mean? And I would be truant because I would go to a SMU mm-hmm. or I would mm-hmm. go to TCU and, and kind of walk around the campus uh, and uh, poke in on the theater classes if I could. Um and then take my ass back to back to you know see the hill like Duncanville or hmm. Daddy's house or whatever. Hmm. 
So this was a deep love once you got into it. At what age would you say that you knew that this is what you had to be doing? Probably about 14. Okay. 14. Um, I just got into it. It was like the kind of like the crossroads, you know, not to be too earnest about it, but I was in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They put me in this like uh, very clear alternative program, mm-hmm. you know? It was like, oh, man. It was like, we got to figure something out, you know? And, and my people, I mean, they looked after me. You know, I wasn't I wasn't doing nothing crazy. I just was doing, you know, bad shit. You know, yeah. like don't do that. You yeah. know. I think what got me that time was uh it was around Christmas time and I shoplifted from Coles all my family's Christmas gifts. <laughs> and uh got busted. And Damn. That, yeah, man, man, man. And that put me on that put me in this real alternative type program at the school. Uh that in addition to probably some some scrape I was in. And um that was the pause. That was like, okay, you got to figure this out. And there was a guy there named Mr. Anderson who, no relation to my family, though my maternal family is Anderson, mm-hmm. um, who was just that, he was just that homie. You know what I mean? He was just that man. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, shit, like, when I grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he put, he he um, he reinforced a lot of what my what my uncle, who, who essentially was my dad, and uh, my grandfather was putting in me. And then from that point, I got introduced to this lady named Miss Lee Jones. Miss LJ and I can go down. You know, Miss LJ was the theater teacher. She took me to Mr. Peoples. Mr. Peoples took me to uh, uh, Mrs. Andrews, Ms., who was with Miss Mrs. Rogers, and they took me to Mr. and Mrs. Williams. And these are my these are my acting teachers. Yeah. You know, and it was the Williams uh, couple that said, you know, you gonna go you gonna go to school for this. You know, mm. and, I, and I did TFA. You know, uh, mm-hmm. which is Texas Fringes Association. And so then I kind of had something to do. You know, my sister was a debater. That's like a thing down mm-hmm. home. You know, uh, you play football, you and you know, forensics. And um, I was doing that. And they had this thing called dramatic interpretation, which you essentially take a play and you cut it down to 10 minutes and you do it by yourself. And I I, I took to that and it worked. And the Williams uh, uh, couple really pushed me out. You know, mm-hmm. with an audition. And I mean, that's 14, 18. That's that, yeah, that's wow, that, yeah. that's that run. Formative, yeah. Yeah. And then at 17, I was, uh, again, got into it. And, uh, but this time, a, a domestic, you know, with my, with my stepdad, who I love dearly, he knows that, but it went down. And I was in my car for a long time. So I lived in my car my final year of, yeah, a little, little bit. So you had a scrape with your stepdad. You yeah. had to move out of Kicked the house. Kicked out the house. Kicked yeah, out the yeah, house. Yeah. One of those. You know yeah. what I mean? One yeah. of those. I'm out. Um, was living in my car and working at a Starbucks. And again, I was, you know, borrowing the acting books, you know, from the cafe. And uh, I would sit in the car and read them. And uh, it, was just, it was just my, my solace. And uh, I just kind of stuck with it. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like deep in your story. <laughs> I don't, you know what it is too. I guess I'm 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 picturing every single thing that you're saying, and then just because we're from the same area, I'm yeah. like imagining where you were and what you were doing. And then you said Starbucks. I was like, which Starbucks was he at? Yeah, yeah. You talk about different inspirations, you know, growing up and and kind of who led you on the path to mm. to school and and acting and all of that. I know you've mentioned Denzel Washington yeah. as an inspiration for you. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Denzel Washington movie and why? Oh wow. Oh wow! Uh, well, I, let's go with X. Okay, I'd say Malcolm X. He has the you get the most Denzel in in Malcolm X. You know, you see him as the hustler. You know, you see him do that thing, and then you see him. You know, you see the spiritual elements. It's very rare. You know, he's such a man of faith, and and I believe it's always there. But there's something about allowing the 
spirit to come in in the work, you know, and with Islam, you know, when he does that transition, you look at him and he's glowing. Mm -hmm. You know, he's actually glowing. And I go, oh, wow, that's, you know, in the game, watching it now, you go, yeah, that's actually, that's something different. Mm -hmm. You know, something, mm -hmm. something different is happening, you know. Um, you know, Uncle Spike also directed him on it. So, so I, working with Spike, I know he was pushing him. You know, and they were they were they were gaming with each other and building it, and um, yeah, the oration of X. I mean, he really just—it's uh, very similar to to what we attempted to do in Devotion. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, this latest picture where Let's it's talk like about that. Yeah, Jesse Brown, you hope to disappear into this this individual. You know, and that's what I saw. D do that. That's why there's no more Malcolm X biopics. No one's gonna touch it. It's right. done. It's, it's right. essentially done. You know, unless they want to make a 3D version and, and have him, you know what I mean? Like, like, like it's over. You know, like, that is, that is it. You know, you shouldn't touch it. Or one, I, shout out to my little brother who one time showed me a picture of Malcolm X and it was Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that you love Denzel, but let me show you something. This is not, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah. it meant that, that role meant that much to people. And yeah. to be honest with you, like, at that time when they made the movie, it was hard for Spike to get, obviously, to get the money That's for right. it. And so I remember watching the movie and at the end of the movie seeing, like, Jan Jackson with an ex hat on and yeah. seeing all these other people because yeah. they had helped Spike get the movie, the money to make the movie. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This film that you're in now, uh, Devotion, right? Yes, sir. I, I, I want to ask you about it because... There's so much stuff that you're doing that people are super duper hyped for. Mm -hmm. I do another podcast on this. I know. I listen to that, too. I'm the, a big fan of yours, bro. Oh, I'm being cool right now. I appreciate the you. Universe, <laughs> the Ringiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I heard you talk shit about Black Adam, and then I, then I heard you say what you said about uh, 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 Quantumania. I'm just telling you, stay tuned, bro. <laughs> stay tuned. I didn't talk bad about it. The movie was cool. I think I thought all this and Dr. Fate were the best parts of Black Adam. That's what he said. That's, yeah, I thought they were the you best said, parts of Black Adam. You said they did Hawkman wrong. Yeah, they, they did. The Hawkman, my, they got to let my man Hawkman win some more fights. I'm going to talk attention. to you about some fights that you're about to be in in some of these movies too in a second. I'm not but, afraid. Bro. But this film right here, Devotion, when you look at the Kangs and you look at the Creeds, two things that people are super duper excited for, this movie seems to have an amazing, epic, you have Glenn Powell in yep. this film who's just coming off Top Gun Maverick, you know what I mean? This seems to be in and of itself a movie that people really should go see. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like in any way that with you having so much stuff, people are so excited for the things that you're doing mm -hmm. that a film like this gets lost in the shuffle or is there anything specifically you want to say to make sure that you drive people to go see it? Because everybody's waiting for Kang, everybody's waiting for Creed mm -hmm. and I'm looking at this and I'm going, shit, I got to see this shit because this <laughs> is a story about a black man that I did not know before right. and it's very important, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure mm -hmm. it's going to be a great film. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I would say just a strip scheduling. You know? Yeah, it comes out first, so 
There's that. Check that out. Um, but I would also say, I mean, the IP, there is no IP. Yeah. On this, you know, yeah. what I mean? this is a this is a real brother. This is a this is a let's break it down. So, a, a man, a young a young black boy is born in Mississippi. Uh, the sharecroppers. He wants to be an aviator, a naval aviator. He changes the way he speaks. He memorizes what people say to him, good and bad, but he records the bad, and he keeps it with him. He travels to Florida. He secretly marries his wife. He then ascends to be the top naval aviator in the Navy. He does all this by the time he's 23 years old. Shit. That's a superhero. That should be enough for y'all to see it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and this is, I mean, very much like uh, Brother Washington you know, this is the handshake. You know what I mean? Don't miss it. You know, this is the handshake. This is the first time you're going to meet him. You know, and we we really we did our best to uh, keep as truthful, to make it as truthful and as honest as, as as possible, and as powerful. You know, when you meet this guy, you go, yeah, he is a superhero. That's why that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I thought, yeah, this guy's going to give you uh, energy. This guy's going to put power in you. You know, he's going to remind you of what you already got. You know, because you don't really got a cape. You know, you can't really fly, you know, but you were really born in the mud like mm. Jesse Brown, you know, and you really can, you know, ascend to heights that your social status or, you know, the you know, fucked up patriarchy that we lived in, live in, uh, try to hold you back from. You you can't do that. That's the story of Jesse Brown. Um, that's why I see it. That's why I did it. Mm. Yeah. What was the process of Glenn, Glenn's from Texas, by the Glenn way. Glenn is from Texas. <laughs> God, damn. Glenn's a friend. He's from Texas. My sister lives in uh, Louisiana, by the way. Where does she live? Uh, she lives in, she's back in New Orleans now. Okay. But she did all her education there. She went well, to Xavier, LSU. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. LSU. And Tulane. She went to all them schools. LSU. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about LSU. We're not going to talk about LSU. And how we LSU. fucking get busy on the football field <laughs> later on. Texas oh, won wow. this weekend, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, like, I love that. I love the way y'all do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Talk about the way Glenn wanted you for this. He's EPing this. Yeah. He sat down with you. Y'all had a different type of meetup yeah. as far as him pitching this to you. Yeah. And he's particularly wanted you for this role. Can you talk about that? The where? Yeah, the where. So New York City, uh, probably a year ago, it's maybe um, 35 degrees outside. Uh, we're in the lower, lower, lower East Village um, at the Russian Turkish Baths. <laughs> which is my one of my favorite places on the planet. Mm-hmm. Been going there since I was probably twenty years old, and I get a phone call maybe three days later, earlier saying, "Hey, you know, Glenn Powell, you know, wants to meet with you. He is EPing and he plays Tom Hutner, you know, which is essentially the co-star, you know, of the piece. He wants to meet with you." I say, "Okay, cool, 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 cool." Um, but I'm doing this on this day, and um, he should just come meet me here. And they go, "What, really?" At the Russian Turkish Baths. Now, the Russian Turkish Baths are a New York staple, uh, but they are extremely like New York. Like, there, it's not fancy, mm-hmm. but people are naked. It's mm-hmm. hot, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's hot, you know. It's not glamorous. You know, <laughs> right. it's not the Four Seasons. It's not none of that. It's just like this is what it looks like. This is you're gonna get beat by stuff if you want. There's a room that we call the Hell Room. It's dark. It's about as big as this studio. There's a 
fucking lava pit over there. There's big buckets. It's hell. That's some real John Wick. Love it. You know what I mean? Like Easter Promises type right. shit. You know what I mean? Promises. Like, like yeah, it's all yeah. rounders. And so, and so you got, you know, you got, you know, our, 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 our beautiful friend and, and, and colleague uh, and brother, you know, Glenn Powell walking down the street. And they go, yeah, man, this is it. You walk in, it's essentially in a brownstone. Right. Right. You walk in, you been? No. Okay, yeah, You walk in, and he's just cool. Have you met Glenn? Mm-mm. Most beautiful spirit in the world. You mm. know what I mean? Like, like piercing blue eyes, big ass smile, Texas, just like good old boy. You yeah. know, but the good, good old boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. So yeah. we in there, and he's trying to pitch me on this film, and, and literally, I'm watching this man melt. I'm watching him just. <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting there like. You good? Yeah, he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And, he, and he's telling me the story of these two men who essentially, you know, they're fated, you know, these guys, um, Jesse and Tom. And they go through the fire together, and they essentially have legacies because of each other. Mm. You know, they are the foils of each other. And the heroic things that Jesse does uh, and Tom does, uh, but Jesse's thrust into history— um, was propelled by and then carried on by uh, Tom Hutner, mm. you know what I mean? Which led to the film and all this, blah, blah, blah. And so we're sitting there, and it's going down, and this boy is dying, and he's pitching me, and I just look at him, and I go, I think we're going to make this movie, man. You know what I mean? He says, okay, cool, 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 cool. And he gets up and runs out. He's like, yeah, 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 um, But yeah, I mean, that's how it, that's how it started. And um, yeah, November 23rd is where it's going to... All right. So in the... It's interesting... You guys make the movie, yep. and then in the midst of the movie, Glenn Powell really has his moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, he, like Top Gun Maverick. Well, you know, you go watch Top Gun Maverick. My man Jay is in Top Gun Maverick, and and I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I wasn't expecting that shit to be that good, bro. I thought uh-huh. it was gonna be cool, uh-huh. but like he he jumps off the screen in yeah. a different mm-hmm. way, like Glenn Powell. Like he, Powell. Yeah, 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 like he yeah, jump. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you look at that guy and you go. There's a fucking movie star. The movie star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and There's so very, very few of those. Very few, right? Yeah, yeah, what is yeah, that? Yeah. What is that? It, as somebody who's on the screen, because it happens, right? Yeah. To where you see someone, and sometimes you're just so blown away by a performance. I'll give you an example of a different one. When I first saw Shaft <laughs> with the theaters to see Shaft. Which one? The, oh, the, the in was, theaters that'd be Sam. Right? So that would be Sam, right? Yeah. So I go in the theaters to see Shaft, and I'm like. Yo, man, who plays the Puerto Rican guy? Oh, yeah. I'm like that. Like that guy was fucking amazing. Like, who is that guy? I had never. Tiger Wu. He's like, like I'm like, who? Like, who is who is that dude? And then it's, you know, fucking it's Jeffrey. obviously Jeffrey fucking Wright, right? Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes, what is that that we're seeing when we see someone? Um, when they pop off of the screen, yeah. is that technique? Is that God given? What makes an actor glow like that? Mm, you know, I mean, it, it probably it's probably a secret. You know, it's probably something that you know it can't really be described. But I do know that it's an original quality. You know what I mean? Like you look at somebody, you go, I've, I've actually never seen that before. In a way, you go, I've never seen that before, and and it usually comes from a, a certain. Uh, self-possession, not necessarily confidence, but self-possession, where the, the person is very aware of who they are, you know, or who the character is, and 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 when those things come together, you know, there's a there's a certain 
you get kind of a, a documentary feel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you shoot somebody in a documentary, they can be uncomfortable, but you're still looking at them like a wild animal because you don't know what they're going to do. Of course. You know what I mean? Because they're so in their bodies. Even mm-hmm. if they're in their head, they're in their bodies, you know? Um, that's what you definitely get with uh, a Glenn Powell in uh, Hangman. I mean, that performance is wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what he does in Devotion is just stunning. It's just beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But Jeffrey, I mean, that's Jeffrey's quality, isn't it? I mean, I... I would just suggest you probably seen it, but uh, Basquiat. Oh, yeah, I actually know? went back and saw that. It's a like, wrap. You know what I mean? A, oh, talk about inspiration. Yeah, that <laughs> film. That film was like, okay, yeah, it's on. Right. You know what I mean, it's on. You know, you see a black man move like that. You know, on that level, you know, you're like, oh, it's on. You know, there's no, there's no barriers here. You know, and also there's a there's a little bit of fuck you in a movie star, quote unquote. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of like, uh, I'm doing it like this. You know what I mean? And like, I'm doing it in private, and you're just gonna shoot it. Yeah, I mean, mm. there's there's a certain uh, there's a lot of metal, you know, um, um, and sometimes I can shoot you in the foot, you know, but but that's why it's oh they're difficult, you know. It's like no, not difficult. They just have a very clear point of view on something, you know. Uh, I also think there's a certain uh, preparation. Yeah, I know that for a fact with uh, with Glenn. You know, he he's preparing his ass off. You know, mm. uh, so so you got it, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's a magic quality, I think, overall. You feel like you have it. Bro, I don't watch them. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't watch them. So uh, really, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't watch them. So, um, no, nah, B, I just you don't watch your own movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so wait a minute. Nothing. So hold on for a second. <laughs> so like, I'll ask you this about you not watching your own movies. So we're watching you as he remains, and we're marveling at it. We're like mm. Jesus. Christ, he's nailing this, right? Mm. At the end of like, blah, blah, blah. You've never seen that performance on screen? I've seen the ADR. So if I had to go through ADR for those at home, you know, I know the homies know, but uh, when we go through and dub it, uh-huh. right, something's messed up. Like, for instance, uh, I know I eat an apple in it, right? And so sometimes you got, they don't want that. So I have to go through and, you know, put my voice on it to to, to, to bump it up, you know what I mean? So I've seen that stuff, you know what I mean? And, and I can just see it quick image you know what I mean I'll go okay, oh yeah cool 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 but I actually uh, try to avert my eyes as much as possible I think for me it's not my business you know what I mean I'm I'm operating from this you know I'm, I'm just listening to you know teachers thinking about my, I'm just I'm just in it you know what I mean and so on the, that's the thing documentary you know that's one of the ways I try to work where it's like this is just how it goes this is how it goes you know I'm not worried about camera setup I don't deal with marks you know I wear my costume all the time you know like you're just capturing what I'm doing now you know what I mean? And it's not precious what you get, but the process of doing it is is quite, uh, I'm quite invested in that. And I, and I told my directors, you know, like, this is all I get. You know what I mean? This is all I get. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to watch your film after. I'm not, no disrespect, but I'm, I'm probably going to watch it after this, you know. And I've been in, you know, screenings or whatever, and I'm sitting there with folks. You know, I'm, I'm over here, you know, and mm-hmm. then I'll, let me go to the bathroom or you know, mm. so I'm in and out. You know, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. You know, if my homies are on the screen, I'll, I'll check it out. Oh, we could, but I know the script, obviously. So I go, okay, and I'm out. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, that's just how it goes. Hmm. That's incredible. Curiosity would get me. Okay, I know we have to go. Let me just ask you this really quickly. Interviewed yeah. Michael B. Jordan, and he said that you should be people's sexiest man alive. Reaction to that? On the cover of it. Michael yeah. B. said that. Yes, he did. Michael B. Jordan, he was, yeah. Yes, he that's did. my motherfucking homie right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what he said. That's my brother. He that's said my normally brother. he wouldn't have an answer for that, but it should be you. That is that is my brother, man. I really love that boy. I've said that twice this, this week. I love him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was that going through your mind with the men's fit, fitness health suit? You like you thinking, I'm I'm really about to fuck these women's heads up. What, what do you do? Last question. Yeah. When you in a sexy man. I never been in a sexy man shoot. That's not uh, my. But you uh, use. But you did some real sexy man shit <laughs> and had everybody running scared. Was you thinking when you was when you when you was doing your thing? You was like, I'm about to fuck them up right now. Were you thinking that? Like, what what goes through your mind then? That's a little Team Texas. I was thinking. I was just thinking. I'm gonna do my best. Men's health. Show them. You know what I mean? Show them. You know, there was a little... And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a little aggression. I won't, I won't stunt. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. The Devotion is the movie. It comes out November 23rd. Um, I am looking forward to seeing this. I'm looking forward to Quantum Mania. I'm looking forward to see if, you know... You whoop Michael ass, or if Michael whoop your ass in Creed Three, um, I'm just looking forward to everything you got coming, man. Like, like you know, you, you've been killing it. You're an amazing actor, and we're happy to have you. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, on thank God bless you. And y'all, y'all, y'all be doing the shit. I mean, I listen every day. So I'm like, two this week? Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? like, <laughs> thank like, you. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all. That. I appreciate so you. So intelligent. Yeah. And so beautiful. Thank, oh, you. thank you so thank much. You.